Welcome to the Bite Size Security Podcast, your source for practical online security advice. Join me, my guests, and sometimes my trained AI voice as I explore ways to protect your digital footprint against the growing cyber threats. From mastering better passwords to understanding encryption and VPNs, the Bite Size Security Podcast breaks complex topics into clear guidance. It's time to take control of your online presence. You're listening to the Bite Size Security Podcast. Unlocking solutions for your digital life. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Bite Size Security Podcast, your source for practical cybersecurity advice. I'm your host, Mark David. With new account breaches in the news weekly, it's clear relying on passwords alone is not enough to protect our online identities. That's why today, I'll be talking with returning expert Nancy Doe about how two-factor authentication takes login security to the next level. Stay tuned to learn how two-factor authentication works and simple ways to start using it in your important accounts. Nancy, thanks for joining me again. Happy to be here. It's such a pleasure talking information security that hopefully makes a difference in somebody's life who's out there listening. To start off, can you explain what two-factor authentication is? Sure. Two-factor authentication, or 2FA, is a method for confirming a user's identity that requires two different forms of evidence before granting access. Typically, this involves something you know, like a password, along with something you have, like a generated code from an authentication app or a security key. Requiring both factors verifies the person signing in is who they claim to be. So adding that second factor definitely seems more secure than relying on passwords alone. Walk us through what two-factor authentication looks like in practice. Definitely. Let's say you want to log into your email. You enter your username and password as usual. That's the first what you know factor. But instead of immediately getting into your account, you'll then be prompted for the second factor. This could be a six-digit one-time code generated from an authentication app you've installed on your phone, like Authy or Google Authenticator. You open the app, grab the current code, and enter it to complete login. And that unique code changes continually so it can't be reused. What other options are there for the second factor? Right, it's a one-time code just for that session. Other options include getting the code texted to your phone, using a hardware security key that plugs into your computer, or tapping a notification on your phone to approve the sign-in. The key is requiring something in addition to your static password. Definitely more secure. What are the main benefits companies and users get from 2FA? There are a few big upsides. It blocks hackers and thieves who manage to steal a password, since they won't have the second factor to complete access. It prevents automated bots from breaching accounts using lists of leaked credentials. It alerts you to login attempts from unknown devices. And it gives users peace of mind knowing their accounts have extra protection. Enabling 2FA is one of the top steps companies and individuals can take to improve login security. Are there any downsides to be aware of? There's a small amount of additional friction since you need both factors to sign in. Occasionally, the two-factor authentication code can expire on your phone before entering it. You also want to make sure you don't lose access to your second factor. But overall, the added security far outweighs these minor inconveniences. What advice do you have for listeners looking to start using 2FA? Should they enable it everywhere? I would recommend starting by enabling 2FA on accounts where a breach would be most damaging, like email, banking, and social media. Also use it for any sites that store your financial data or sensitive information. From there, you can expand to other logins as well. As for which method to use, authentication apps tend to be the most secure and convenient option. A great start is the two-factor directory at 2FA.directory. This website shows different categories of websites that can support 2FA. If two-factor can be enabled and then step-by-step instructions on how to enable two-factor authentication for each site, 
It's absolutely one to visit and bookmark. Check the show notes for a link to this site. If someone is nervous about getting locked out if they lose a device, what's the solution? Excellent point. It's smart to set up backup two-factor authentication methods you can use to recover access, like printing out one-time use backup codes or setting up a secondary authentication app, and confirm that account recovery options like phone numbers are up to date. But the small risk of temporary lockout is still far preferable to the huge risk of a breach. Great overview of how to smartly implement 2FA. Before we wrap up, what emerging authentication trends are on the horizon? Biometrics like fingerprint, face, or iris scanning offer a convenient second factor tied to a physical characteristic. Security keys that confirm logins after tapping them are also growing in use. And passwordless methods like sending a link or code to your phone could complement 2FA in the future. But for most purposes right now, standard 2FA is a huge step up in account security. Excellent advice for listeners looking to lock down their online accounts. Thank you, Nancy, for shedding light on two-factor authentication. My pleasure, Mark. Thanks for joining us for this episode explaining the power of two-factor authentication to block unauthorized access. Enable two-factor authentication on important logins for serious peace of mind. Visit bitesizesecurity.show to learn more ways to boost your online security. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bite Size Security, the quick-hitting podcast serving bite-sized tips to boost your online safety. We covered a lot of ground today and easy-to-digest nuggets of practical cybersecurity advice. If you want to learn more ways to protect your data and identity online, be sure to subscribe for future episodes. We'll continue breaking down complex security topics into straightforward guidance anyone can apply. Visit our website, bitesizesecurity.show, for recaps and show notes from all of our podcasts. We hope these bite-sized cyber lessons have given you new tools in your digital security toolbox. This is your host signing off until next time. Stay safe in the digital world. You've been listening to Bite Size Security.